Welcome to Mandemonium, a podcast where I, your host, Mandy, talk to guests about their favorite works of fiction, whether that be books, movies, TV shows, or more. Today, we'll be talking to Jessica Camacho about the historical comedy show, Dairy Girls. Editor's note, uh, I am still trying to perfect my in-person podcasting skills. Uh, So Jessica was also uh, in person with me, uh, just like Rachel, but I tried some different settings this time. I think we are better balanced, uh, but the sound is perhaps not as clear if we were both on our own mics. Um, I am hoping in the future to buy a second mic, uh, but until then I'll be working on optimizing uh, my Yeti mic to handle two people in my setup. So I hope that the sound on this one uh, is pretty good and thank you for listening. All right, today we have Jessica and we are talking about Dairy Girls. So Jessica, when I asked you uh, what you wanted to talk about in this podcast, I was like, you know, pick anything that's like your favorite or is impactful to you. And in the end you came to Dairy Girls. So, but before we get to that, maybe introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jessica. Uh, I work with Mandy, <laughs> um, sort of. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, I'm here to talk about Dairy Girls. So Jessica and I work together, but we kind of work in different departments, if you will. Um, we've known each other a long time now. Yeah, uh, I met you through Erica, who also works with us. Sort of. Who will hopefully be on this podcast eventually, Okay, uh, but hasn't been on it. Yeah. You also work with Rachel, who has also been on the podcast. So, so far it's like all work people. Yeah. Mm. It's like all my friends come from from work. (laughs) Yeah. So you chose Dairy Girls. Um, Why Dairy Girls? Why this topic? So Dairy Girls is like, I think I found it during the pandemic. I'm not sure, but I definitely watched it over and over during the pandemic. It's the show that I go back to when I'm not like feeling great or I need to laugh because it always makes me laugh. I've seen that first season probably, I don't know how many times. And each time I go back to it, I laugh, I find something new, I learn a new joke or a new Irish slang word. <laughs> and I, uh, and I just really love it. So that's why I chose it. <laughs> <laughs> so Dairy Girls, it's like historical YA, I feel like. Uh, yeah. Cause it's, about teenage girls and you know one boy (laughs) and it takes place in the 90s during the troubles uh it's like why something you're interested in or historicals or is this just like a complete fluke well yeah you asked that question I was I didn't even think of dairy girls as YA and I don't know why I was like oh yeah I guess it is YA because it's following these teenagers even though like I think the other characters, like the family characters, you know, the, the aunts and the parents and the grandparents, I think theirs are all just as important as the other characters. But it is YA, um, and it's a, a genre. Like, I, I like YA when there's something good in YA. I'll, I'll watch it. Like, uh, Never Have I Ever on Netflix is a show like this. or um, Heartstopper. Heartstopper, yeah. And, um, yeah, so even... The College Lives of Sex Girls, which is on HBO, <laughs> which is 
sort of YA yeah, when YA. I guess going over. <laughs> but uh, Mindy Kaling show, so I, I always like her stuff. But yeah, it is a genre when it's done well. I, I, I always uh, try to watch just because I think we can all relate to teenage characters because we were all teenagers we were all teenagers and they always make the most terrible decisions and so uh and at least both of us were once teenage girls we were yes you know and then i i believe your family was catholic too they they are yeah i was raised catholic so a lot of i didn't go to catholic school but um my mom did and um you know she always has stories about the nuns and things like that and so a lot of this stuff was kind of familiar we're also a little Irish, not much, but uh, my grandfather, he's really my step-grandfather, but uh, he was Irish, and so he kind of reminds me of the grandfather in the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. I guess for those listening, if you haven't watched Dairy Girls, it's about Ireland in the 90s, during, uh, towards the end of the Troubles, right? because uh, I guess the Troubles is a long era. Yeah, and I was woefully, like... To know, not know anything about the Troubles. I mean, I knew, you know, there was conflict Northern Ireland, and that's about where it stopped. <laughs> so, you know, that's that APS education, I guess. Um, no, just kidding. But um, that's Albuquerque Public Schools for those listening. Uh, <laughs> sorry. No, but um, yeah, so I definitely did some Wikipedia to learn about the Troubles a bit. Cause I don't I, think I learned about the Troubles in high school either. Yeah. Uh, because our European history kind of stopped around World War One, World War Two. I remember, because I took AP European history, and we didn't have time to get to communism before it was time for the AP test. Like, So I think there was a couple of questions about Russian communism, and I was like, oh, make it up, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then in U.S. history, obviously, we don't care. No, yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh, I was going to say something, but I'll save it for when we're talking spoilers because okay. I had a related thing. Um, but um, yeah, so uh, it's about some girls. They're Catholic. Their family's Catholic. Uh, for those of you not familiar with the situation in Ireland, uh, <laughs> it's uh, Northern Ireland is owned by the British, still is kind of. Uh, and Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's part of the United Kingdom. Right. Right. Like today, uh, Northern Ireland is still considered part of the United Kingdom. And then the entire rest of Ireland, uh, because it's like a small section at the top, right? The entire rest of Ireland uh, is its own country. And that part of Ireland, it's mostly Catholic. Like when I say mostly, I mean like probably (laughs) 99.9% Catholic. And in Northern Ireland, it's kind of the reverse because of the British influence where, you know, there's a lot of Protestants, though I don't think it's quite as high as 99.9%. No, I still think Catholic is the majority where Irish Catholics are. I do not know. Uh, But it's definitely (laughs) not like it is in England where there are a lot fewer Catholics, right? Right. So you had this political divide that was exasperated by a religious divide um and they were uh blowing each other up and uh shooting each other and uh, if you watch the crown that's in there as well (laughs) um you know and uh those of us who are americans it's just we usually had no idea yeah we just don't understand yeah it's yeah it's just very different right it is and especially for someone i mean we all you know there's catholics and protestants and usually we don't 
care that much. I don't know. Or I, I, yeah, most we just make a <laughs> snide theological statements about each other. <laughs> right. uh, so. I'm sure there's been like problems in the past. Like, I know there's been problems in the past, but it's not anything to this level. Yeah. Usually it's not like you're being blown up. Usually it's just like <laughs> your grandmother thinks you're going to hell because you're the wrong one, whichever right. one that is. Uh, my grandmother was Catholic uh, and was very, had very strong feelings that I was not baptized Catholic. Um, so yeah. I mean, growing up in New Mexico, I think a lot of people are Catholic. So I didn't even, you know, it was just normal to me. So I think when I went to like boot camp and I went to my first like protestant like church you know service i was like kind of oh this is different it's the same but it's different <laughs> yeah whereas i grew up in the south which is very very protestant and right. catholics are like those idol worshipers over there right <laughs> you know we like once a, we all have our own snide comments about the others uh and uh that's about as far as it goes generally america is snide comments i mean there has once upon a time been racism if that's the right, that's not the right word. <laughs> Sectarianism. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, you know, the reason why Catholic schools tend to be so prominent in America is because public schools were Protestant schools. Oh. Uh, and so you couldn't send your kids to public right. schools because they were Protestant schools. So you had to have Catholic schools because uh, separation of church and state. What? <laughs> we have not historically been very good at that right. in this country. Uh, and so, um, you know, there's there's a lot of different ways. But it was a big deal when JFK became president because he was Catholic. Right. Uh, but it's definitely not like it is no. in Ireland. Not even. No, it's not like that. No. Uh, so... But the main characters are these girls. They're living in this situation. They are Catholic. Um, and uh, then they have an English cousin. Uh, they do. Yeah. Well, they're not all of their cousin. but <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's kind of the setup uh, for the show. So it's historical. It takes place in the 90s. There's a lot of 90s music. Yeah, it's in it. great music. I love the soundtrack. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, Dairy Girls. So uh, before we go into spoilers, I think we can firmly say you would recommend people watch this show. Yeah, absolutely. I think the humor, um, whether you're a teenage girl or not, the humor is really great. The jokes in there are awesome, even though you might have to look up what something means. <laughs> um, I think the, you know, the banter is really good throughout. And I always, you know, um, it, it'll make anyone laugh. And I think I recommend it anytime anyone's looking for a show, especially a comedy show. I always recommend Dairy Girls. So it also made me tear up a couple times. Yeah. It's a comedy with heart for sure. Yeah. And, you know, it's silly and there's all these shenanigans, but every once in a while, there's also this, like, it'll hit you in the feels, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> hit you right in the feels and, uh, you know, it'll have a serious moment or, um, just, something going around in the background, like a, a newscast or something. And you know that like all this stuff is going around them, you know, even though the show is silly, there's all this serious stuff going around them. And I think that what really makes the show great. Yep. <laughs> all right. So with that, uh, I will say we are going to go into spoilers. So if you have not watched Dairy Girls, we highly recommend you watch Dairy Girls. It's actually pretty short. It's three yeah. seasons, but they're like less, most of the episodes are less than 30 minutes yeah. and each season's only about six episodes. The last season has a like final episode. That's the seventh episode. That's a like closer to 45. Yeah. It's minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, it's uh 
yeah, it's not a big time commitment and it's something that like, yeah, like if I'm, you know, I'm in school right now, if I'm writing a paper or something, I turn it on because I know it by heart. I can just like catch a laugh here and there. So. Yes. Though, <laughs> you know, uh, you may need subtitles for those of us who are, <laughs> Definitely. the accents are not that bad, but there may be a word where you're like, I yeah. don't know what that word was. I, this time I watched it with subtitles. I didn't the first time I watched it um, just because uh, with, you know, Peggy, sometimes it's easier to keep the noise low right. and, uh, Peggy's my baby. Sorry. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, have the subtitles on and just read it. And so there are a couple of words. I was like, is that what they're saying? Like, I really thought the uncle's name was Colin. Oh, uh, the uncle. but it's, but it's not Colin. It's Colm. Yeah. Yeah. But Colm. there's like, yeah. <laughs> the way they pronounce it, there's almost a second syllable. I can't, yeah. I can't match that pronunciation yeah no there's a lot of words like i didn't know like folk i didn't know what that meant yeah yeah <laughs> so. and there's stuff you pick up that you're like okay i don't know what that word means but i know that it's bad right or, you know or like or you get the gist of it right <laughs> or like someone being a ride means they're hot yeah. but ride can also mean having sex so you know yeah teenagers uh <laughs> So, okay, we are now going into spoilers. Yeah. All right. So the thing I was going to say earlier that I didn't say, because it's a little bit of a spoiler, is when Clinton arrives in Ireland, I had no idea that, one, he went there. Yeah. And that, two, the Irish cared. Me either. Because, right, I generally <laughs> think, like, as an American, like, we think our president's a big deal. But the rest <laughs> of the world's probably like... Who is this guy? Like, I don't care. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. right? Like, it seems like a very America-centric to think that if the president comes to your country, you're all going to lose your minds. But in this episode, in this show, <laughs> apparently they loved Bill Clinton. I, yeah, they I did. Know. I mean, they were running around with uh, American flags on their shirts and everywhere. The mom was, like, furiously cleaning the house thinking that the Clintons the would come to show up. <laughs> and then the, the girls were obsessed with, with Chelsea Clinton, which was, like ran through the series. <laughs> yeah. I just found that very surprising. I think yeah. I watched that episode and I was just like, what? And really? I'm thinking it's probably, you know, the creator was um, from Northern Ireland. So it must've been some kind of truth to it. I mean, yeah. I, when I watched this show, right. I imagine the creator is Aaron, right. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of things where it's like, that's her life that she's writing about. Right. Especially like in the last episode when James is like, you should write, you know, you should write that down. And she's like, I will someday. And it's like, Oh, it's like the show. Yeah. I think it's definitely Aaron. <laughs> and, you know, even one, the first episode is Aaron, you know, Orla, who's her insane cousin. Oh my gosh. Um, is reading her diary. <laughs> so she's in the bad. And, you know, Aaron takes herself super seriously and she thinks she's a writer. So, you know, and she is a writer, but, you know, she, <laughs> you know, she's talking about all the violence around her in the super serious teenage way that you may write something. And, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> I think it's definitely the creator is Aaron. So. Yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Bill Clinton comes to visit at the end of season two. And uh, I, it's interesting because, right, they're able to juxtapose real footage, like news footage from various events and put it in there. And I, I don't know how people like get access to all of that. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, I assume Netflix helps you. Right. Right. Yeah, but yeah. it's like uh, the, they have footage from a whole bunch of like of the troubles. They have the you know yeah. I was like I was like how are they going to have Bill Clinton talk? But of course they have to leave the <laughs> yes. event 
Right. And then they just show the TV footage of Bill Clinton talking. Yeah. They, they don't try to interpose the kids there. Right. Right. Yeah. And I guess it was a famous speech and it was a big deal that he went there because they hadn't been there for so long because of this conflict. So Right. Because it was uh, yeah. unsafe. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of that episode is the, uh, you know, there's this little store they go to and he's selling American flags and they're these pink and purple uh, American flags with like 20 stars or 30 stars. And the girls are like, I think if some states left the United States, they, we would know about it. And it's just hilarious. I love how they layer in those types of jokes in the show. Um, it just makes me laugh. Yes. Uh, so we already mentioned there's four girls who are Irish and then they have their, we say their British cousin, but it's only one of theirs cousin, uh, James. And that's kind of like an ongoing joke. He gets sent to the Catholic girls school with them because if he got sent to the Protestant, Protestant school, he'd get beat up for being Catholic. And if he went to the Catholic school, he'd get beat up for being English. So they sent him to the girls' school where they're like, at least you won't get beat up. Right? So uh, he is the only boy at a Catholic girls' school. Uh, and there's just like this running joke of like, it's okay to like be completely mean to him if it's because he's British. Uh, right. Yeah. And they are mean to him, um, but it's funny. So I think. he has a rough time especially in the first episode when he can't there's like no male student bathrooms and uh you know he keeps asking like i need to go to the bathroom can i use the staff bathroom and sister michael um who could get a whole show by herself i love sister (laughs) michael she uh is like of course not (laughs) and then he's like can i use the girl's bathroom and the girl's like no you pervert you know and it's like so he's just not allowed to use the bathroom yeah. Uh, we're, we're never told how that's resolved, but I presume it is. Maybe yeah. there's like a place next door. <laughs> well, in the first episode, he just ends up peeing yeah. in the... Uh... When they kill the old oh nun in detention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the parents are all like, like, you killed this nun. Yeah. And they're like, she was like 95 years old. Yeah. Like She's like, could that maybe have something to do with it? And... Uh... And then I love the grandpa. He's like, oh, I struck down at her prime, you know. <laughs> She's like 98 years old. Oh, yeah. So, but I love that kind of like their shenanigans, you know, it just builds, it gets more and more chaotic, kind of like an I Love Lucy. Like if you've ever watched I Love Lucy, you know, whenever she gets in trouble, it just builds and builds and builds. So it's out of control. And they're just stuck in these hilarious situations. And I think Dairy Girls does a really good job doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like losing control until it's just um, complete shenanigans. Right. It's like, it's not just that uh, you saw like, Mary cry the statue oh, man. of Mary. It's that now your dog has been raised from the dead <laughs> and it was your parents who got rid of your dog and didn't want to tell you about it. Like the, the just, I mean that I, I was really skeptical when I watched the first episode and I was like, uh. and then I yeah. watched the second episode where it's the, is it the second episode? That's when they get banned from the fish place. I think. Oh, the second, I think it was, yeah. so it was the episode with the statue crying. Yeah. And they were following the dog that is her dog, but she thought her dog was dead, but her mom had buried an empty box. So the priest has them like dig up the dog and they open it and the dog's not there. So it's like, 
the dog was resurrected, <laughs> led them to the Virgin Mary, who then cried. Uh, and it's just like completely out of control. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think <laughs> so. The third episode is one of my favorite episodes. And, you know, they had they had a study sleepover, you know, because they're studying some history, um, Irish history stuff. And they had this big test. And, you know, um, Claire has drunk like 24 energy drinks. And so she's just like crazy. <laughs> and then Michelle is who's generally nuts. She's like completely drunk. And then, you know, they're exhausted because they haven't studied. They haven't done anything for this test. So they're trying to kind of get out of this test. And they end up at, you know, the chapel and the dog, you know, the dog died, <laughs> but he didn't, but he didn't really die. <laughs> so Aaron thinks she sees the dog running into the chapel. And so they follow her and then they all like, are like, well, we better pray since we're here. So they all start praying from the Virgin Mary. And then it just, yeah, the dog pees and <laughs> it ends up, you know, looking like Mary's crying. So they think they witnessed a miracle. They have it, of course, and Aaron knows this, and she's just being ridiculous. But um, yeah, it ends up that you know they bring in this priest that they're all kind of enamored with. He has nice hair, he, <laughs> and uh, he's having a little crisis of faith, I guess, and he wants to believe in this miracle. Yes. And then the the box ends up empty because Aaron's mom um, gave the dog to some other lady whose cat died. <laughs> So it ends up being a complete lie. You know, they were on the newspaper and then, yeah. But just... they would have gotten away with it if Aaron <laughs> hadn't thought the priest meant yeah. that he was in love with her. Right. She which, thought, yeah. Like and she, that's so, like, her, she always thinks the wrong. She always just, like, so misguided. And I guess that's, like, a teenage thing when you... The delusion of youth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is about you and everyone is about you, so... But yeah, one of the best episodes, I think, in the entire show. And one of the ones that is really just like, okay, I love this series. That was episode three for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so uh, speaking of Claire, I did want to talk about LGBT themes in Dairy Girls. Yeah. Uh, so uh, first off, we have the male cousin who is not gay, uh, but uh, everyone inexplicably thinks he is, I guess, because they view English people as effeminate is kind of maybe the joke. I think so. Uh, yeah. But in uh, all, it's always the joke that uh, better he be gay than English. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Even in one of the episodes, she's like, well, the gay thing kind of uh, cancels out the English thing. So. And uh, I mean, this comes up when we talk about Claire too, because it's later revealed that Claire is a lesbian, and uh, I don't, I don't know what it was like in Ireland in the '90s. But I guess one of my criticisms of shows like this, when they do stuff like this, is it kind of immediately throws me out of the show because I'm like, I was alive in the '90s. Yeah, people would not have been this cool. Like, yeah, <laughs> maybe in Ireland it was cooler. I don't know, but in America. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I uh, I just, I don't know. I don't think all the parents would have been. Yeah. Well, and it's cool, like, you know, in, that our parents are super supportive. In a later episode, um, the, the, um, the high school reunion episode, yes. um, 
she brings her like gay cousin and uh her parents are like you know oh our daughter's a lesbian yes. and they kind of have this banter and you know they're really supportive and you can tell but yeah i don't know in the 90s yeah growing up in the 90s going to high school in the 90s in america how <laughs> um that was it wasn't you know what the show show definitely portrayed so. yeah so i mean i i understand like looking back with rose-colored glasses and wanting to make our characters be better people right than maybe people would have been so it's supposed to be a comedy escapist show yeah but i don't know i also feel like like that's like one of my two criticisms of the show is like i feel like it takes something away when we pretend that everything was rosy and beautiful in the 90s because uh, it takes something away from the massive change that has happened Mm -hmm. like societally because then like if you're a kid watching this today and you think oh well in the 90s yeah it was weird but okay to be a lesbian like why are people making a big deal about anything today right right it's like yeah i'm with you there because yeah it definitely like in high school you know it wasn't it wasn't there wasn't very many out people you know i mean there was obviously gay people there just wasn't many out people and the ones that were weren't treated very well at all and then parents, you know, it definitely wasn't a thing that was talked about or anything like it is now. No. So I, I agree with you there. And I, yeah, but I do love how they kind of just, it's kind of just like, oh, cool. And they make, you know, some certain statements, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. So. But I love Claire. <laughs> I love Claire. <laughs> Claire is played by the actress who plays Penelope in Bridgerton. So somehow this 35-year-old woman has been typecast <laughs> as a teenager, which I find... Uh, fascinating uh, i think they're all pretty old actually yeah. and you can tell like aaron got older because there was like three years in between seasons or something and you can tell like they were getting older <laughs> they were definitely not, not teens to start with and they definitely were not teens when it yeah they just chose like short adults <laughs> yeah. and then which is why like their moms are like really tall like <laughs> like wow all their moms are like the same height as their dads like yeah you had to choose tall moms to differentiate between teenagers and adult women yeah like but they're all adults yeah. uh but claire claire is just like she's the only one who like takes school seriously <laughs> yes <laughs> and it's just like you know when they go to pass the gcses uh, yeah i have no idea what that means some tests some important yeah i guess it's maybe like sats or something i'm gonna assume it's your newts Oh, yeah. Uh, so, because I think they've already passed their owls. <laughs> okay. Look, this is all I know. I apologize for any British or Irish <laughs> listeners who are like these poor, these deluded Americans who know nothing about our testing system. Uh, but uh, I've definitely heard of A levels, but I still don't know what that means. <laughs> well, Claire gets all A's. Right. Yes. Uh, and Erin is mad because she and Orla get the same <laughs> grades. And Orla is, um, I believe the phrase we're going to use is dumb as a rock. Uh, <laughs> I, she has great lines and uh, bless her heart. But yeah, she tries. <laughs> she tries. She is a weirdo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she, and her mother too. Oh my God. Aunt Sarah is just. So. Do Aunt Sarah and Orla live with them? I think they do, yeah. I think it's the grandpa, Aunt Sarah, and Orla, and everyone lives together. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like... And then people there's a baby, house. too. There is a baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, just randomly shows up every once in a while. There's no, like, 
like episodes. Does that baby even have a name? Like, is it ever referred to <laughs> by name? So. I don't. There's I don't just think a baby. So. There's just a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, well, and it turns out that like all of the characters' moms like went to school together too, and are in and out of the house all the time, and. I kind of like that, even though it's, you know, unrealistic. Maybe it is realistic in Ireland where, like, you, you're you in Ireland and everyone grows up together, together. and your parents went to school together, too. <laughs> but, yeah, it was kind of nice. Yeah, I mean, once again, knowing very little about Great Britain outside of television <laughs> and Harry Potter, uh, it does seem like a... Like in Harry Potter, right? It's like everyone went to Hogwarts and they know each other and they get married young and they have kids young, it seems like. And then all their parents know each other and work at the ministry together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you live in a, I'm going to call Derry a small town. I don't actually know if it's a small town. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, you know, and you all go to the same Catholic schools and you marry the Catholic boys and you stay there, right? Like I could see how that would happen. I just find it unbelievable. The only thing I find really unrealistic of that is they all got... They all had kids at like the exact same time. Yeah, yeah. And had daughters. Yes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this is Yeah. Yeah. It's a TV show. You gotta drag the show. So, so yeah. uh yeah. I really like that episode that's the uh the one about the moms in the oh, third yeah. season. That it's their reunion. Yeah. And it's like they're alluding to this terrible thing. I know done. you think they like murdered someone. <laughs> I was like, did they do like hard drugs? Like yeah, did someone get pregnant and like bury a baby or something like like, they're like it was illegal was there an abortion (laughs) yeah yeah like what are we how deep are we getting no (laughs) they uh (laughs) gave each other tattoos right that they somehow hid from their husbands (laughs) (laughs) even though it's on her like neck and he's a surgeon (laughs) yeah maybe his eyes aren't very good yeah i would want my surgeon to have better eyes yeah i guess we can talk about Jenny Joyce. We haven't brought her uh, up at all. Jenny Joyce. <laughs> Why does Sister Michael allow, like, is Jenny class president? Like, why does she allow Jenny to do all these things in front of the whole class? I don't know. Like, every song, like, every morning, it seems like every assembly, she sings some ridiculous song and she has those, like, two girls with her. Yes. And, One of them who can sing. Yeah. And Jenny Joyce cannot sing. She cannot, and she's like, you know, the I thought that when she was like, why don't you ask your parents about your trust fund? <laughs> it's like, oh, trust fund. Of course we have that. That'll fix that. <laughs> and the funny the part is, like, the girls have no idea. They're like, apparently, we're quite poor. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have trust funds. Like, it's like a surprise. <laughs> yeah, which I don't know. I I was like. Would they be surprised? Maybe. I mean, they all wear uniforms. They all go to the same Catholic school. Like, yeah, maybe. Well, I think like as a teenager, like you, you might know if you have like money and stuff like that. But maybe you're not. You know, I guess maybe for the time period, like you know, they treat kids a little different in that time period, right? And uh, maybe I went to high school in the early aughts and I went to a high school that was a very big wealth divide and you knew who the rich kids were yeah. and you knew who the not rich kids That's were. That's true. Yeah. Like, so I that. 
Yeah. But maybe Catholic school, because they're all wearing like, the same uniforms all the time. I don't know. Yeah. And all their parents are from dairies. So the job spread isn't as... Yeah. And no one's really like rich. You know, you have this one girl whose dad's a surgeon, but clearly not everyone, you know, you have a nurse and they're all, you know, they work, but they're not like, you know, super wealthy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at my high school, we had kids whose parents were professional golfers, and all their golf clubs were made, like, the kids have golf clubs that were made up of golf clubs that were sent in the mail to the parents for free, and so that became part of the kids' golf set, like, oh my gosh, uh, yeah, there were some uh, quite well-off kids at my high school, and then uh, (laughs) those who, uh, so I I went to high school in Orlando, and uh, it was a new high school, and we had like this area that's well well off called Windermere and then the neighborhood of Isleworth, which is where uh, if Shaquille O'Neal and Tiger Woods' kids went to public school, they would have gone to mine. Oh. But we also had a lot of the boondocks of Orange County, Florida, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, there's a lot of just rural area out there. So it was a wide widespread uh, <laughs> there was quite a spread you yes. had bmws in the in the parking lot and uh and two of and us beers. had 1995 dodge intrepid because <laughs> uh, i kept trying to get in the other girl's car and i thought it was mine whoops but it was not mine well in high school i drove a 1980 volvo that was a bit of a tank so yeah that sounds right yeah but i didn't go to high school in 95 so that was an old car when i drove it okay so <laughs> i graduated high school in 99 and uh yeah i graduated so, in 05 damn so you are more of the age of the girls and dairy girls yeah i would say i mean i don't know what year the good friday accords were but you're closer in age to them i am closer in age i think my sister is literally their same age my older sister no so yeah so i remember the 90s very well that cranberries album i played non-stop <laughs> um <laughs> in like eighth and ninth grade so um <laughs> yeah i uh yeah it's definitely and that's another thing right because like it's a historical show and it takes place when i went to high school so it's kind of depressing yeah yeah we're old now yeah because uh, that was like 30 almost 30 years ago oh ouch yeah right yeah it looks like, like 25 years ago i guess the Good Friday agreements were signed on 10 April 1998. So I was a junior in high school in 1998. I was 11. <laughs> so I have a, <laughs> no recollection of the Good Friday Accords. I didn't I don't know either, I anything about it. Uh, I think the... I don't think, I'm not going to say it's the first, sorry, this is going to make me seem super uninformed, but I'm not going to say it was the first I heard of the Good Friday Accords, but the first I really ever thought about it was during Brexit when people kept talking about it. Yeah. Because I guess in my mind, the troubles were like in the 70s. Me too. And so that was just like so long ago, you know, (laughs) like, just like forever ago. And I was like, why would this annul some treaty from the 70s? right and it's like oh this actually isn't that old because like think about it you're the same age as these girls right so i was thinking about it when i was watching the last episode uh because that's the one that's all about the good friday accords right you're like michelle's age Mm -hmm. her brother was a radical uh we're not told if he was like an active member of the ira or anything like that but like he killed somebody right Mm -hmm. um like so those people 
who were released in the Good Friday Accords are like a little older than you. Yeah. And you're like a Gen Xer, right? (laughs) This is not like... You know, uh, excuse me. Sorry, I'm, you're I'm a the eldest millennial. Uh, are a you geriatric? <laughs> I was born in 1981, which is the first year of the millennials, according <laughs> to the Google. So, so, like, these people who, you know, we, which we as Americans think of like this is a long time ago, right? These are people's like today's day to day lives. Yeah. Right? Like, um, so. Well, and I think about it too, like, these girls all they've ever known is this conflict right yeah so they don't know anything else so all it is has been their whole lives you know you know bomb you know clearing out and bridges closed and it's just part of their daily life like they deal with it you know i think it's the first episode where she's like no that bridge can be closed you have to go to school i'm sick of you guys you've been here all summer you must go (laughs) which i mean is how people get pulled into these things right not not to get you know on about like violence and things like that but it's like well they punched us so i'm gonna punch them but then it just like never stops right right so you keep punching like the germans and the french who went to war with each other like every 20 years for like 100 years you know so like yeah and i think they don't even realize that i think in that episode when they have the ukrainian girl come to visit and um she's like explaining to them she's like you're it's really a bore the the same religion right just a different flavor and then claire's like it is stupid it's the stupidest thing (laughs) and she doesn't even know she's just like oh my gosh this is so dumb right but they're you know they're bored in it so they don't realize like looking from an outsider's perspective like that girl in ukraine would have been doing problems i found that so funny right because they're like this girl in the ukraine they're basically treating her like she's from some like you know like mars you know (laughs) know. like i I don't know if those kids were from chernobyl or not i i don't know what it's supposed to be but they're clearly coming on some sort of church trip i guess i don't know i don't know if there are a lot of catholics in ukraine i feel like they'd be orthodox but uh um i don't know well actually and they the Soviets didn't encourage religion at all. So I don't know how they got hooked up at right. all. Like, but they end up in Ireland and they're acting like this girl is from like ground zero in Chernobyl. Like yeah. she has nothing. And she, this, this Ukrainian girl's like, you guys are at war actively yeah. with each other. And they're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, they have no, you're right. They have no concept. Like, right. It's just the way it's always been. Yeah. That episode was crazy, too. And it's, like, the one um, where they have, like, the peace meeting with the Protestant boys. Oh, right? my gosh. And the they hands are... across the divide or whatever. Which, I have many questions about this event. Why is it Catholic girls and Protestant boys? <laughs> Shouldn't it be Catholic girls and, and Protestant, Protestant girls? Like, are they trying to get people to make out? Like, I have, I have a lot of questions. Um, but they can't think of anything they have in common. Right. Not even like we're Irish. <laughs> Not even like we speak the same language. Like they're asked to think of commonalities between the two groups and all they can think about is the things that make them different. Right. Yeah. You know. And and at the end, the old, she finally writes parents because they're all arguing because they all got in trouble because it just, again, you know, delved into disaster. And <laughs> that one spiraled. Yeah. Uh, it <laughs> spiraled badly, quickly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's the, that's what the show, like, I think does well, really well is, you know, you have this episode and it's completely ridiculous and it's just, 
getting worse and then at the end you know she writes parents on the board and it's like oh you know we're still part of this conflict we're still dealing with this we're trying to bridge divides and yeah i mean it, it all just shows right like in america <laughs> we are super obsessed with um the big difference being racism right and, that is not me saying that racism is not a thing, right? But like, mm-hmm. but like that's the thing we think of as thing the thing that separates people. Right. And sometimes we like we can't even imagine the situation where it's like you all literally look the same. <laughs> like if the two of you were walking down the street at the same time, a Protestant mm-hmm. Irish and a Catholic Irish, right. we would have no visible. Like how do you even tell? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like how how do you even tell? And it just you know. It's one of my things where like people try to act like certain types of people are worse than other types of people or anything like that. I'm like, we are all people like, and we, we are all sometimes the worst and we will find any reason to like, say like, I'm better than you or you're worse than me, you know, like people are just the worst. Yeah. But we're also the best, but we're also the worst. Yeah. I think (laughs) humans love to like put each other into categories or find, you know, whatever label you belong under and yeah we try to box each other up yes yeah which is sometimes why we elder millennials i <laughs> uh, don't understand when the kids these days love to box themselves in right and that's sometimes something that people talk about but i'm like if a label brings you power All right feel free to use it but remember you are always more than your label yeah. right uh so Labels are supposed to be helpful things to help you find the right fanfic online, not <laughs> their search engine yes. criteria. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the problem is it's, it seems from the show that in Northern Ireland, people couldn't get beyond their labels. Right. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know how long the troubles went on, but a long time. And I don't think it's the first fight, right? No. Well, because yeah. I mean, because ultimately the problems in Ireland have to do with the British invading them. Right. Right. Uh, which I've always found horribly funny about the British. Like, is there these people who tried to like conquer the whole world and they couldn't even conquer themselves? <laughs> right. Like you have these English, yes. like the first group they really conquered that we think of. I mean, this is not entirely true. This is a simplification is the Welsh. Mm-hmm. And that was an actual treaty that brought them together yeah but if you go to wales today people are still a little bit angsty right like and then you have the scottish and the irish and i'm like you guys have literally been united as a country for hundreds of years and you are incapable (laughs) of like uniting right like uh it's like that ted lasso joke how many countries are in this country (laughs) (laughs) you know i i just find it funny that the british then or the English, I should say the English were like, aha, I've conquered all these lands around me on these islands who all hate me now. And now I'm going to go further out and conquer more people. And this is going to go great. Yes. Like, and they're all going to love me, even though the people at home don't even love me. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. What it's kind of hard to rule the world. Hubris, I guess. Oh, uh, the English have it. <laughs> <laughs> or, or at least the ones who led the uh, average. Uh, hey, it's the 4th of July. It's, it is. It, it's the 3rd of July when we're recording this. So we're just feeling super America. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I just find it. I just find it funny. Because there are yeah. other countries that conquered other parts of themselves. And you don't even right. hear about it today. Right? Like, mm-hmm. you would have no idea 
like how many people in Germany are still keeping track of the fact that the Prussians conquered them in 1870, right? Yeah. Like I don't, who even knows who conquered who over there? Cause this happened so much. Well, it was the, Prus- it was the Prussians. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, I don't know, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You know, where that, what's that part? Alsace Lorraine that they're always fighting over. Oh yeah. 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 Oh no. The French and Germans have been at war with yeah. each other for, Ever, yeah, ever. Uh, so. <laughs> so, but it's just like I don't know. I find it very interesting, uh, and uh, yeah, we're Americans. So, I once again apologies to any for the terrible history. Uh, this is know. very bad history. We're not. Uh, we got educated by the show. So, my other criticism of the show. Uh, so, these are two very small criticisms. Is in the last episode, Michelle suddenly has a brother. Oh yeah. It's like, we just had three seasons of this show. You don't think you would have mentioned your brother was in jail for murdering someone like <laughs> three yeah, seasons ago? convenience of the plot. And yeah. The yeah. seriousness of the last episode that they wanted to bring. Yeah. So I get that. But those are small criticisms. Like, otherwise yeah. it's a delightful. I love Orla. I don't know. <laughs> She's just so like... I love the season finale of season one with Orla and you know she's up there at the talent show doing her step aerobics yes and she's just so into it these girls are laughing at her and uh yeah they're you know the dairy girls just kind of stand up for her it's good heartwarming good even though she is a weirdo she's a great weirdo or she's their weirdo Yes, and I also love the end of season two when uh, James realizes he is a dairy girl oh yeah (laughs) She's like, I am a dairy girl. Yeah. <laughs> that one got me too. <laughs> I was like, oh, he may be a boy. He may be English, <laughs> but at his heart, he's a dairy girl. There's one episode <laughs> the la- in, the, in the final season again where they uh, go to clean out uh, Sister Michael's like, like aunts. Yeah, I love that episode. Yeah. <laughs> Sister Michael's aunts because she died at her house and they're in the wrong house and this is like this ghost story. <laughs> and I love it when uh, James gets like ran over by the car they're driving and he's like, leave it to James to hit himself with his own car or stationary car. And I just love that whole episode. I just love like the old woman who's like yelling like that she saw the devil that way. But you don't know, like if you don't speak Irish, you have no idea what she's saying. Right. right. And so the kid... One of the kids is just like, she's saying she saw the devil. And you're like, are they just making this up and freaking themselves out? And then when the nun pulls up in her DeLorean. Yeah. I don't know why she has a DeLorean. And then she's like, the, the lady talked in Irish and she's like, you did not see the devil. You know, and it's like, oh, so they weren't just making up what this old lady said. Right. Like this old lady literally told them she saw the devil. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I love James. He's like, is she having a stroke? He's like, no, she's speaking Irish. It's like, why can't everyone speak English? And he's like, oh, you're not trying, didn't they? You know? <laughs> so many good colonial jokes. Yeah. The British. Uh, there are. They just really uh, give it to the British in this. And I love it when the the guy comes at the end and they think it's a ghost. Uh, and they're like, yeah. Robert, why do you? He's like, I'm not Robert. Why do you look like Robert? Because he's my granda. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, like pretty solid for a ghost. <laughs> you're like, put a box over him. This is great. It's just great. <laughs> oh, and they're just completely at the wrong location. Yeah, they're yes, a mile away from the right house. So. Yes. No, you know, why was the nun sending why did she trust them right. on this? Like Sister George Michael, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, that's a good joke. Yeah. 
And she's great. She has the best one-liners of the show, for sure. She does. Uh, I have a lot of questions about uh, her, like, why the other, like, none of the other nuns ever talk. None of the other teachers ever do anything. Like, yeah. (laughs) And she's, like, their headmistress, and she's just, like, gets up there and is, like, if you're having problems, don't come to me. (laughs) Yeah. If you're depressed, don't come talk to me about it. It's like, I know there's a big test this week. I don't care. Like, <laughs> it's like, you're their principal. Yeah. She's the best. I love it when uh, they had one of those uh, um, talent show things again. And uh, Jenny Joyce again and her crew are singing. And Sister Michael is like, this makes me realize how hard the professionals work. How really good they are. She's just so mean. <laughs> it's so funny. But she keeps letting Jenny do these things. Know, That's what true. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, she clearly, like, derides everything Jenny does. Yeah. And just keeps letting her do it. I don't know. Though she apparently has a list of forbidden songs. Right. Uh, so... Is that on the list? Yeah. <laughs> the ones about love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, lo- I just love when they zoom in on their faces when they're watching these, uh, you know, assemblies because I, I feel like that's exactly how I feel sometimes in like watching something or, yeah. And they're not cool. sitting either. They're yeah. like standing during all the assemblies. And I'm yeah. just like, oh my gosh, get them a chair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Catholics, they like to sit and kneel and stand, sit and kneel and stand. Except in this, they're only standing. <laughs> reaching the end of our time so do you have any closing thoughts on dairy girls no i just think everyone should watch it and then uh we should probably learn more about northern iron <laughs> we're gonna apologize <laughs> for all the bad history that you may or may not have learned in this episode maybe i should have done some reading uh... <laughs> oh and also um i did see a great british baking show special with all the dairy girls and it was as like you know the actors of the dairy Who girls was? oh wait is that a spoiler we should i don't remember <laughs> but it was really funny and just to be like it was just kind of like you know there's trying to bake so it was really it was interesting so you should check that out if you haven't yeah so. i find it very interesting that my first two episodes of this show are about catholic shows because uh, <laughs> rachel and i are talking about midnight mass and you and i are talking about dairy girls Oh, yeah. uh, so apparently our fiction is just filled with Catholicism. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of it. I'm not Catholic. Maybe next we'll do Daredevil. No, we're not doing Daredevil <laughs> next. Uh, not, not keeping up the uh, Catholic trend, except in Midnight Mass. But yeah, uh, yeah I really like Dairy Girl. I enjoy Dairy Girls. I enjoyed uh, re-watching it. I think the first time you told me about a show called Dairy Girls, I thought it was about like milkmaids. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was dairy, like a farm, but it's not it's D E R R Y London dairy. But I guess it's that the Irish can't call it London dairy. Yeah. There, I just know that there's like a big, it's dairy. And like, if you call it London dairy, it's bad <laughs> or the other way around. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh... Hopefully we're not offending someone. We probably have. We did not mean to. We are <laughs> uninformed Americans yeah. learning about the Irish through a comedy show. <laughs> uh, so we apologize for anything we said that was accidentally offensive. Yes, offensive. Uh, we 
we didn't mean it and we love your show and want to be Irish. <laughs> I would love to go to Ireland. Yeah. Uh, or, you know. I just want to be around all those funny people. <laughs> Ireland is like the opposite of Albuquerque, I feel like, when it comes to like geography. Not geography is not the right word. Like um, climate. Climate. <laughs> yes. Because Ireland's supposed to be like the Emerald Isle, yeah. right? And it's all green. green it always rains. Rains. And here it's brown and always sunny. Yeah. Never so, rains. And uh, there's no water. Yeah. No, of course, they also do that standard. Uh, European thing in Dairy Girls where something that's 20 minutes or an hour away is a long way. Uh, oh, yeah. Whereas in America, that's like, I drove an hour for lunch the other day, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. what's an hour? That's just Santa Fe. Uh, I could get to Santa Fe faster than that. Yeah. Speed limit's a suggestion. Yeah. Uh, so, yep. yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you drive by 25 northbound towards Santa Fe, you are taking your own life into your hands <laughs> with the speed limit. Uh, people drive fast. Um, I don't like it. No, I don't like to go that fast. I don't like the highway. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, if you are Irish and listening to this and want to see a place that is the exact opposite in every way from (laughs) Ireland when it comes to the environment, please come to Albuquerque and discover the joys of brown uh, and dry. And uh, tomorrow is July 4th here in Albuquerque, so we are hoping the city does not get blown up (laughs) or uh, burned down. Yeah. But when I post this, it'll probably be September or October. So you will know if Albuquerque <laughs> got burned down because I'm sure it'll be in the news. Uh, if you're American in the West. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any other closing Dairy Girls comments? No. Just watch it. All, right. All of it. But thank you everyone for listening and thank you for coming, Jessica. Thank you for having me. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will join us again next month on October 15th when we'll be continuing our discussion of the Netflix horror show Midnight Mass with Rachel Delaney. In particular, we will be discussing episode two. Thank you for listening to Mandemonium. You can find me, Mandy, on Twitter at brown underscore Aja. That's A-J-A-H. You can also find the podcast on Twitter at Mandemonium Pod, and we also have a podcast Facebook page. Theme music for this podcast was created by Skips a Beat Music. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you come back next time.